Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start soon. Please stay online. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. The time is about 11.30. Today is October 28, 2021. Reddy PC has been conducting free Zoom calls or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please show your face and let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. And then she will try to promote it. You have to show your face and let Gayatri know. Akash? Hello. Hey, Hey, Rahul, thank you very much for giving this opportunity to me. So I have a question from someone. um, uh, So this person got uh, visa, uh, got the passport for the very first time uh, in uh, uh, back in 2007. And uh, she came, uh, I mean, she got her uh, B1 visa, B1 visa in 2017 from an employer. Uh, She Mm -hmm. came here in April uh, 2017 and left in April 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, She came in... um, 2017, but uh, before her I-94 was expired, she immediately went back. Uh, so she never violated I-94 in B-1 visa status. Then uh, her passport got expired, so uh, she got a new passport in 2018, and the same employer this time applied for L-1 visa, and she came on L-1 visa in 2018. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so sorry, in in uh, 2019, and L-1 visa was from January 2019 till. January uh, 20, uh, 22, and uh, she mm-hmm. came here in uh, March 2019. But uh, then, then their employer uh, applied for an L1 visa because they were renovating their office and they were wanted to change the office address. So they uh, sent an amendment uh, request uh, to USCIS, and she got RFE in this. Now, uh, in RFE, she was asked to provide all the details by November 10, 2019, and she provided details okay. and. Uh, uh, I heard this story before somebody else asked me this question. Uh, Did yes. her, well, you know, you said you're a newcomer, new question that surprises people are asking the same question again with a different face. Now coming mm-hmm. to the question, wait, wait, when did her L1 I-94 expired for which she applied for the extension or amendment? Yes, Rahul. So, so there was uh, some misunderstanding yesterday. Her I-94 was not expired. Uh, I mean, was expired later, uh, but when she uh, responded... No. Give me the date, please. Give me the date when the I-94 expired. I-94 was um, uh, valid until February 22nd. February 22nd. Of which, of which year? February 22, 2022. Okay, February 22. 
So she filed the amendment or extension and that got denied and she left the countries, right? She filed, yes, she, she filed, she responded to USCIS and then she immediately left the country. And when she was in India, then she got the decision that her RFE is rejected. So she was already, okay, got it. Was got rejected. It. So, so in that case, she was never out of status or unlawfully present in this country. So that means her passport visas are still valid. If she wants to come on a B2 visa or B1 visa, she can come in. But there is another problem with a B1 visa that you need to understand. When a person is coming on a B1 visa, they should only have an intention to stay temporarily here. Since her L1, L2 or L1 or L1B is denied, they may look her into a little bit badly, but she's still eligible to come into the United States. I want her to have a consultation with a lawyer before she comes into it so that she doesn't face any problem with the CBP. But oh. she's still eligible to use the B1 visa. Even though that B1 visa was issued in the expired passport, it is still okay? That is still okay. Okay, thank you very much, Rahul. Next person, please. Shilpa? Hey, hi. Uh, hey, thank you for taking my call. So, uh, so uh, I got green card and my wife did not get her green card. And uh, hey. no, from November 1st, I will not be, my date is not current anymore. What are my options here? Uh, you are the primary applicant. Your wife is the secondary applicant, right? Um, okay. Is your wife maintaining the non-immigrant status though? Uh, she used her EAD. Yikes. Then you will have to wait for this one to get approved. The other way around is that, uh, is, was she ever had a H1B? Yes, yeah. She had H1B. She was on H4. She had a approved I-140. Now, recently, she does she have H1B expired? No, I mean, for convenience sake, she moved to H4 EAD. And from H4 EAD, she, she moved to I-485 EAD. Okay. So she practically, you, you can't do a I-130485 application for her because she is no longer in legal status. Uh, at least she's not, no longer in the non-immigrant visa status though. You can do the okay. council processing. That's one thing that I would like you to file I-130 parallelly so that just in case if by any chances this gets delayed, she can always go to the India and get the stamping, get the green card there and come back. Okay, so uh, file 485 and 130? No, just 130. You cannot file 485. She is not in league. She is not in non-immigrant oh. visa status to file a 485. For the, okay. for the employment based too, they give a six months exemption. For the family based, they don't give six months exemptions. So even okay. one day you're out, you're out. Okay. So, so other questions, like if, if my EB2 becomes current, can I interfile her or? Ah. Uh... No, you got the green card under EB3. Okay, so she has to get it under EB3. Okay. Yeah. Next person, okay. please. Thanks, Rahul. SP? Hello, good morning, Rahul. Yes, good morning. Yes, yes sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, Raul, uh, I have two questions. Number one, uh, one I got a echo. I'm getting some disturbance though. 
sorry i, I had the, the echo from my left okay go ahead sorry um uh, number one um i got my i140 approved on the eb2 category from my uh, previous employer and it was in 2012 and i left that company in 2013 and i'm currently with the another employer since my eb2 is current uh what process i need to follow with the current employer do i need to file the form or i have to go only for the i140 so the current employer the previous employer had an i140 approval yes and the current employer never filed a form application no can you go back to the old employer and file a 485 uh in that case do i need to work with them or what what could be the criteria they they have lot many options that they can do for you even if you don't work they can file a forage application okay okay uh, okay the, so you need the, to check with them that is the best option that you have if that's okay. not workable though the next best option is with the current company you need to file a labor certification okay got it the only uh, issue with my past employer is they are not financially sound right now it's it's an oil field company the financially they are not sound oh, if it's uh, an oil field company they can still file if they want to okay okay so check with the lawyer though check with their lawyer if they can file it i mean practically they can if you can that is the best option if not you have to file with the current lawyer uh, current employer labor certification immediately okay and let me work it out on that because the reason even the past employer's lawyer also had stopped servicing because he is retired so i i try to find out all those things so this was yeah. let me you, you can you can you can you can have that you can have a consultation with me and the mm-hmm. head, and the company if the company is willing to cooperate i want you to make a consultation with me uh, okay let me i, I have to double check because uh, ever since i left i was in touch yeah, with them yeah yeah that once. first you check yeah. it otherwise you'll be wasting your money consulting okay got it so that let me check on that one but with the if current not, employer if said, not if not with the current employer i want you to file a form application right now okay got it and uh, the second was uh, uh, on the my kids when i filed my first uh, uh, i140 my children my son was 18 and daughter was 16 it was 9 years ago so in order to keep them in the system so they are out they are out because the younger one 16 is now 24 25 yes. so they are out mm-hmm. so even with the first employer if i file they okay no, they are out all right no. i want you Thank to you watch the cspa video gayatri if you know the cspa video just put it on for him next person please so um okay. uh, sp watch the cspa video i'm i'm going to send it to you okay All right, sure. Thank you. And with the current, my current employer is a big uh, service company, actually, oil field service company. So, uh, and they do have like a good lawyer. The only thing you mentioned, I had to file the form application with the new one. Good, big, big company doesn't mean you're in good shape. The smaller, the better the company is for the green card purposes. Okay. Because they're more flexible. Like Slumberjay, you know, they don't do the EB ones green card. They don't want want to labor certification. They have a lot of restrictions. But the smaller companies have better chances. Yeah. Okay. But uh, no, the company is okay to sign anything else. But you mentioned that okay. I have to go with Ram. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Hey, Rahul. I have a quick question. So, uh, mm-hmm. me and my wife filed four eighty five, thirty one, seven sixty five last week, and uh, so the receipt notices are on the way. 
uh, I have inform delivery enabled. So I saw the addresses that they are coming. So I, I noticed a little glitch. So for my, for me and my wife's I-131, the, the apartment number is not correct. I don't know how we missed it, but it's not correct. So, but somehow I was able to see in my inform delivery uh, mailbox. Uh, is there a way, quick way to correct though, correct that for you can raise, a, you can raise, you can raise a service request changing the address. Once you have entire things with you, raise a service request to change the form uh, address, or you can do one thing. This is called AR11. Just file AR11 for that I131. But we need to have the receipt number first, right? For the I you will have the receipt number. What's a hurry? You will get a receipt number. Uh, but the address is not right for the I131. I don't know how I'm getting that, but the address is that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You still will get the 485. Uh -huh. So based on that, you can file a AR11 on the I-131. Oh, so they'll all have the same receipt number? Like uh... They will not have it. They will have a different receipt number. Most probably your lawyer will get a receipt number too, not just okay. you. Okay. So, so we can file it. just, I can just file the AR11 for the address update? Yes, you can. And and there is a, I, I was checking the form. There is a section that says who filed that. So I have to mention my- It doesn't I matter who filed it. You can change the address. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Thanks, Rahul. Yeah. Next person. Sandeep Singh. Yeah. Hey, Rahul. Very good afternoon. Um, Quick question. So I am on H1B from my employer, which was stamped on my passport till October, 2020. They filed my extension, mm -hmm. which is approved till 2023, but- not stamped as I haven't been to India since pandemic. Also, they have filed my green card, which is I-140 approved in EB3 with priority date 2018. And I got recently married to a USA citizen, but haven't filed green card through her. And I'm planning to go to India in December. So should I go in H-1B, get it stamped and start the process later when I come back to USA in January? Or I can start the process now, get H-1B stamped if possible when I um, go to India. Your Whatever. marriage to the U.S. citizenship has no impact on you going outside the country and coming back on H-1B. You can still go and come back on H-1B. And your stamping will not be affected because you are married to a U.S. citizen, though. It will not be negatively or positively affected, though. Ideally, I would like you to file a 485 application right now get an advanced role and then do don't ever go to the consulate that's what i would like you to do but so, if, if there is something that you have to go it and you're willing to sacrifice it and and all those things then yeah you can you're counting on h1b to come back to the united states and i and i my recommendation is file a 485 right now don't wait no reason to wait okay so i can file it now go to india and go and come back with H1B that will have Absolutely. no... Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you may, be you may be looking into the Google, you may be looking into the things that may have a completely different story. That is true if you're trying to come back an F1, O1, P1, Q1, uh, and a lot of other visas. Okay? But not if you're coming back an H1B or L visa. You can still back, come back because these visas are called dual intent visa. So you will have no oh. problem in coming back. Oh, so I can start the green card process through my wife right. and go back to India and still come back on the right. Okay, thank right. you so much. That was really good help here. Yeah. Thanks. Next person, please. Hari. Hi, Rahul. I'm on H4 uh, visa and my H4 EAD is expiring in February next year. Uh, my wife' current date for uh, GCT current date was July 2013. In last October, you know, we, she filed you know 485. 
But uh, as of now, I haven't received my uh, my GCA yeah. and one mm -hmm. on like no parole. And I have also filed my H4 EAD extension. So I don't know, um, do you see like before February next year, would I able to get my GCAD or should I- when did, you, when did you file the 485? Uh, October last year. Yeah, most probably you'll get it though. Okay. And I raised expedited request and did something- so They're I not working. I don't okay. know of any way to get the expedited EADs, guys. If you find it, you let me know because I have no clue. What about the, that H4 EAD uh, uh, litigation process? I think no, I not, not anymore. We used to do it. It used to be successful, but the USCIS started dodging we were dodging the things. So we, we sued them in the class action suit right now. And then, so uh, there's nothing that can be done right now. And that so, process is still going on. You're Class action means everybody is part of it. You're part of it unless you exclude yourself. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Dimple. Hello, sir. Um, thank you for, thank you Gayatri for taking my call. Um, so uh, my priority date is um, uh, December, 2014. File EB2 to EB3 downgrade last year, October, 2020. I-140 is approved in premium, biometric completed, EAD AP is received. And um, I already saw your video on automatic revalidation. I've, I'm planning to travel in December on AP, as you suggested in my last call, will be back in January. So my question is, my H-1B renewal is due end of next year, June, 2022. So do I need the automatic revalidation once I come back before renewal of my H-1B or the H-1B extension should take care of it? What about your husband? Husband uh, got the EAD and AP both. But is he going to come back and advance parole too? Yes. Is he an H4 or is he an H1? He's an H H4, dependent on mine. Now, here is, there is a memo that says that for you, you don't have to do the automatic revalidation. Okay. Okay. There's a memo that says that. Okay. For, okay. There is no memo for H4 like that. Okay. Okay. So you are saying he needs to do it. He okay. needs to do it. I suggest that why don't you also do it because sometimes the UCS does not understand the memo. But let me ask you one question, Dimple. Sure. You may have to live like this for a long period of time. Right, right, right. Why do you want to? Why do you want to keep a H one B? I mean, why can't you? I don't it want up? to keep it. I don't want to keep it. It's just that um, the attorney is saying so. I might, but maybe I will change my decision once I come back. I want to get married to EB three and then don't wait That's for the EB two. That's I have That's, seen in your video, sir. Yeah, you can you can still with the current company. You even if you get married to the EB three, mm -hmm. if you're working with the same company, you can still use the EB two. Right, right. I'm working with the same company, and they are holding my uh, I-140, both of them, EB2 and yeah. EB3, both. So. And there's yeah. another thing that I want to note it on, Dimple, is that even though the dates might be moving uh -huh. faster for EB2, it's not going to be there because most of the people will be keep switching. Lines. Keep switching. Yes. So, yes, yeah, sir. It's going to be I've different. seen your videos. Yeah. 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 So yeah. just in case, if when we go to uh, when he goes to the uh, uh, revalidation, automatic revalidation in Mexico after returning back from India. Then I would uh, like you you to go with him too. Okay, okay. Then what document do I need to show? That's what no, I'm just H one B H one B H one B. Just H one H. So it's not stamped. It's just I seven nine seven. That that's, that's that's the reason I told you automatic revalidation. You can't okay. do that when you're coming from India. 
Okay, okay. The same thing with with him also. He will show his. That's H right. That's right. Okay, sir. Okay, this is what I didn't understand. I thought last uh, like two thousand eleven, I was on L two EAD, so I need to show that. That's what I thought. Last no, not L. No, H one no, approval and H four okay. approval. Yes. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. okay. Next person. Please. Thank you. Uh, Thank does you so have your, your husband has the H four approval already approved? Yes, until uh, until June twenty twenty two, we have okay, all the sir. approvals. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Next Thank you, person, sir. Please. Thank you, sir. Amit. Yeah. Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So I have a question. Uh, so I downgraded from EB two to EB three, and my I forty and EAD is approved, and the child is turning twenty one next month. So what is the priority date? What is the priority uh, date? October two thousand twelve. Okay. And I one forty, your I one forty is approved, is right? Yes. I forty is approved. So her age is locked out. Right. Okay. Good thing. Uh, my question is. Uh, Should my employer is uh, trying to file another wife one forty five in EB two? Is that okay to do that because my priority date is not current in EB two? Only date of filing is current. Is that going to affect her age? They are filing an they are filing an I one forty or they are inter filing? What are they filing I one forty for? So yeah, I'm working with the same employer and uh, they have EB two approved before. So now I forty for EB three got approved too. So they are following I four eighty five parallel for EB two. So whatever comes first will get green. I got it. Okay. Now, how old uh, and what is the priority date you said? October two thousand twelve. So that's the, that's not current. Final action date has not been current no, for EB two. Um, and how old is your child? So she is returning uh, in twenty one in fifteenth number. Like another, I have fifteen twenty days. No, sir. No, sir. I don't want you to file the four eight five. Here is a problem, though, because it's the filing dates are filing dates are current, final action dates are not current. Right. So no, I don't want you to file for it five for for you and your family. So just Again. stay with just stay with EB three and wait. Just stay wait. and don't even do inter filing with EB two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So just stay with EB two. Yeah, just stay. Even though we have recommended a lot of people to do inter filing or refiling, in your case, no. Okay, so can I use EAD then? I mean, if I cannot go to EB two, then I, I would. If I were you, I will. Okay, okay. Thank you. So she can. My daughter can use EAD as well, right? If I were you, I will have her use it. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. So, Doctor. Yeah. Can you hear me? Thanks, Rahul. Yes. Yes. Uh, I got. Uh, I mean, two questions. Simple questions. Uh, one is four eighty five RFE. I got. Uh, regarding the evidence of birth certificate, I only submitted a affidavit with both the parents, and they said that is not uh, the evidence is not enough, and asking for uh, something else like school record or hospital record or church record kind of. So can mm -hmm. I just send uh, maybe SSC certificate or a university certificate which shows my name and date of birth? Or, uh, not enough. For non not enough. Go for the non-availability certificate. Go okay. for the SSC certificate. Go for the Aadhaar card, PAN card, ration card, election card, transfer certificate from one school to another school, anywhere where you can find PAN card. All those okay. things you need to do it. I have Aadhaar card You'll... and maybe transfer card. Yeah, uh, everything SSC. where you can find it. Okay, I will give you a list to you, mm -hmm. but don't don't limit yourself with that list. And also, 
non availability is also a must i would like you to get it yes okay i will get that and the other question is for spouse so for her aadhar card passport everything is on my initial name last name as and uh, if i get that's, my that's that's okay her her name is you know uh, about a billion women in the world change their name after they get married they did okay. about a billion they, the government understands it and it's not a big deal any, that her any... last name is not she, she doesn't have to submit why she changed the last name and all those things the marriage okay. certificate is enough your last name is there in the marriage certificate so that's enough uh actually that's the risk i think i mean marriage certificate we both have same names that's a mistake but they gave like that it's okay it's okay it's okay the marriage certificate by itself is changing her name there's nothing wrong with it normally okay. let's okay. say let's okay. say your name is yaram her name is rao mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. in the marriage certificate they put it as uh, yaram that's perfectly fine okay. that is an evidence okay. of changing okay. the name okay so i can also submit her ssc certificate which has her last name yes please and everything okay. whole nine yards my rule is only one thing small snake mm-hmm. big snake hit with a big stick especially with rf okay so whatever wherever i find my name data birth submit all the documents same with your wife next person please yeah thank you sachin hey rahul so yes. i have a question regarding my i140 so my i140 was approved this year on 3rd of march 2021 with my mm-hmm. eb2 priority date in november 2019 now uh, due to some family situation i had to travel to india and i'm currently here only in india on 8th of september so i technically met the 180 days of i140 approval but now um, there's a high possibility that i may have to remain in india for the next 6 to 8 months and my employer would be transferring me to the indian arm of the company so mm-hmm. is there a chance that my they can revoke my i140 what are my options to return it's back already approved it's already approved is right it's been approved yeah. for more than 6 months yeah. what do you mean revoke does the company intend to revoke you intend to revoke what do you mean by revoke oh no i i actually read on the internet that minimum 180 days you need to be with the employer otherwise no you don't have to be you don't have to be oh. okay. that is a different rule what you're speaking about is called 48580 day rule that is completely different than what you're speaking so okay. if it's been 180 days the company has not withdrawn even if you are not working for the company though that i140 is practically yours okay so supposedly unless is, the um, only exception is if you have submitted a fake educational document or something that's mm-hmm. not what i'm speaking yeah. about is right otherwise you are okay. in good shape so uh, my plan is to come back to us after 8 months so in that time and my visa would expire my h1b would expire in june of 2022 which is next year so you can uh, extending it you can extend it ma'am yeah so i was i just need to keep on extending it prior to coming to, coming to us right absolutely right ma'am okay no issues on my i140 and i would be good from that no process. issues next person please thank you spannan hi rahul um i'm in h1b visa right now and i got an uh, offer from company a and i have accepted the offer and they did h1 transfer and it got approved now i got an another better offer from company b and they are willing to do h1 transfers so can i go out with company b so right now you are working with company x 
you filed H-1B with company A, you got the approval, you got an offer with company B right now. Are you still working with company X or company A? Company X. And you don't intend to go to company A at this point of time. You want to move from X to B. Yes, correct. Absolutely, you can. No problem. So you're just, you just want to ignore company's A approval and then want to move to company B from company X. Absolutely, you can do so. Sir. Okay. Company A can't do anything legally with me, right? I mean, anything. As far as the immigration is concerned, no. Okay. Thank you, Raghun. Yeah, hello Rahul. Um, so my H4 AD got expired on October 25th this month, three three days back. So I am currently on leave without pay option. Like my employer has accepted that. So I've read on the internet even that is not like is it okay to stay on leave without pay or they have to terminate me uh, from the employment? I don't know what the internal documentation of your company is. That there are two things that cannot happen. You cannot work. You cannot get paid. Okay. So I am not working, but at the same time, they have stopped my payroll also. So I, I'm leave on leave on leave of absence as of now. Whether it's a leave of absence, whether it's termination, that is their internal thing, is that right? Okay. How the company documents. Externally, you cannot work, you cannot get paid. Okay. And they have continued my medical benefits. They are like... Uh, they no, have they are not supposed to continue medical benefits. Tell them to stop it. Okay. And should I ask them to even terminate my... Uh, that's okay. up to you and that's up to them, ma'am. Okay. 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 And, uh, okay. Another question is like my H1B, I got RFE. They have applied my H1B. I got RFE. Actually, I, yesterday I called and you mentioned about the um, automatic revalidation. Uh, my H4 extension and uh, is due in March. So if, if at all I get my H1B approved now and again my H4 uh, application is submitted and then H4 extension is also H4 extension is also approved later, then what would be my status at that point of time? Whichever is approved recently will control you. Okay. Okay. So I would okay. be again on that. And then if you want to do it otherwise, you do the automatic revalidation. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Avani, here. Yeah. Uh, thank you for conducting this meeting. Uh, first of all, I Avani, I can't hear you properly. Is it audible now? Hello. A little bit better. A little bit better. Go ahead now. Okay. Yeah, Rahul. Uh, thank you for giving opportunity here. Uh, I have actually B1 visa, uh, business visa. I flied mm -hmm. to USA in 2017 for three months, and then I came back. Uh, it was a business trip. Now I want to make one more travel, but with my parents for personal uh, visit, uh, kind of tourist visa. So can I make it? Uh, I don't have any uh, invitation. I have left my company also who applied my B1 visa earlier. Uh, so oh, yeah. Uh, B1 visa is, B1, B2 is given to you, ma'am. It's not given to the company. Even though you are no longer with the company, if you want to visit United States, you can absolutely no problem. Uh, absolutely no problem. Provide any business conduct uh, because it's a no. You're coming visa. personal. It's okay. You can you can come. You, you can go to Disney. You can go to casinos. You can come into you know. You can go to Los Angeles if you want to see the stars. On a B one visa, you're completely allowed. You're good. I was uh, okay. just thinking to accompany my parents, and that's why I was just worried I don't have any invitation. So no, no, it you're should good. be fine. Right? I will be staying for two months, and thank you so much, Rahul. 
Thank you for Thank you. making my um, sorry, guys. I have another conference call today. I can't go to the extra things. I know a lot of people want to speak, but you, you, we have the consultation. If anybody wants to, um, uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. I have another conference call. I have to leave right now. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.